0: Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. With the moon gaining ever-increasing power this week and beaming on those ice-lacquered layers of... I suppose, pompadours of their remnant snowpack, the nightscapes in parts of the region have evoked the lunar surface itself. Jeez, that was well-written, wasn't it? I must say that myself. In other words... The moon is at its peak this weekend. It's called a snow moon, I think, by the way. And the new study published in late January 21, a peer-reviewed study, by the way, uh, shows that a correlation between the moon cycle and the amount of sleep you're getting. In other words, you know the old thing about people go mad when there's a full moon? Well, it's kind of true. Because people go to bed later, it seems, when there's a full moon and they sleep less. So they're a bit irritable the next day. So that kind of whole superstition about the moon making people crazy is probably somewhat true. Now, not that the moon gets into your head or something like that. So we started thinking about superstitions today in the office. And Somebody mentioned the book, The Secret, which talks about the law of attraction. There's destiny. Do you remember destiny? Karma. Ah, karma will bite her back in the arse. Uh, whatever's for you won't pass you you know the things your would used to say to you uh, we talked about the full moon walking on four shores I never heard that one Rude told me about that one that just walk on four shores is good luck anyway uh, walking under a lather oh bad luck sorry <laughs> walking under a ladder. You get walking in the path of a black cat your ears are burning itchy palms robbing red breasts feathers all that kind of stuff seeing a single magpie breaking a mirror Let me know which one of these your mother talked about. Old wives tales, you know, traditions, superstitions. Let me know and I'll tell you what I'll do. Send us a text and let us know. And just, I suppose the way I would word it is, uh, yeah, the one that I really believe in is blank and fill in the blank. Those superstitions are old wives tales that your mother told you. You get piles if you sit on a cold wall, damp wall. It's not true, by the way. You don't get piles if you sit on a cold, damp wall. Uh, you can text us in and let us know. The number is 087-188-008. Ashling will put together one of her little hampers as usual. Bit get a winner at the end of the show, and uh, she'll send somebody off something. All right, okay. So tell us which superstition you think is the one. That, yeah, yeah, I kind of believe in that one. Let us know which one it is. Mark, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mark? Nothing bad And yourself. Good, Mark. Now you, <laughs> you had two fairy forts.
1: Yeah, on the farm that I grew up on, the family farm, there was two fairy forts. Uh, within about a half a mile of each other as the crow
0: flies. Now, according to the, the proverbs and the superstitions, you never disturb a fairy fort, particularly, by the way, at the start of May when the fairies are at their worst and it's at your peril that you will disturb it. But now, I know very little about fairy forts. This is more of a rural Ireland thing, Mark. So explain to the listeners who are not too sure what a fairy fort is, what in fact it is.
1: Well, a fairy fort would have been, um, going back hundreds and hundreds of years ago, would have been in a kind of an enclosure. Like a uh, a fort, as in if you picture a big fortress within a castle with high walls. This was maybe one particular house or farmyard and a house, and then there was a wall built around it so that people if they wanted to attack it couldn't get at it. Right. Okay, it, and I suppose they they say in my area they say if you stand in one ferry fort and you look. To, we'll say whatever direction you can actually see the next one and the next one and the next one because at times if one was attacked they would light a bonfire or single the others so that they would know if they were being attacked. And this is back in Celt times.
0: Right, right? okay. okay,
1: Right, we're, we're talking about a long, long time ago. And that's how they were there. And it's an actual fact that you can actually see one. If you know where you're looking you can see where the other one is.
0: Okay, and so what do they actually look like? If I'm looking out for a ferry fort?
1: Well, the ones on my farm that I grew up in are basically just a circle of a ditch or wall about maybe 50 or 60 uh, meters in diameter or in center with a wall around it.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. It's ruined now, right? It's ruined. It's not, you know, there's there's nothing distinguishing that was dwelling or anything.
0: Right. It's like a,
1: it's like one of those um, famine houses, you know, that was just left there.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: But there's no actual building. It's just a uh, a mound of earth, basically.
0: I know. Right. Okay. So you don't ever disturb it. So how do no. you? Well, how do you avoid disturbing it then? If they're on your farm, I mean, if you have to, you know, I don't know, you have to turn you over the land don't. every. You just. Why you, you, you just, just go decide. around it. You
1: go around it. You right. Go around it. Right. Okay. Um, so. My father was the farm. I'm not a farmer. But my father was a farmer, and his father farm. farm. and they never went near it. And my brother's now the farm of the family, and he doesn't go near. it. They're still there. They're untouched, right? Even with modern today uh, farming methods, they're not touched, right? We were taught to never go near them, never mess with them, right? Never to take a stone from them, right? right? As kids, we were never told to take anything. We were basically taught not to play in them or go near them because we would upset the parents. Maybe it was basically because it was a person's dwelling that was back to, you know, respect for olden times. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Right, that was kind of a way of holding on to part of our ancient history.
0: And what do you say to people who think it's a load of nonsense? Absolute and utter garbage. That that I know the Healy Rays, by the way, talked about the fairy forts last year when we were talking about the potholes and the roads in rural Ireland. Yeah, And they said there were there was a lot of fairy forts on the roads. But, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people just think it's bonkers like stuff. Oh, come on, lads, that was all right, you know, a couple of thousand years ago when people were silly and believed in that kind of stuff. But the, come on, wake up now, fairy forts.
1: What, do you, what think, do you say to those people? I think, it, look, it's part of our tradition, mm. right? And you know, it, what is the point of going deliberately at these things? You know, just out of sheer malice, right? You know, why would you, right? If you're kind of brought up with a certain tradition and you're brought up to believe you don't touch it, it's like going messing in a graveyard, okay? You know, yeah. like we're all. But that's not just, to well, do that. yeah,
0: but that's that's kind of different. That's out of respect, and we do know yeah. there's actually bodies in the graveyard. We do yeah. know that.
1: But yeah. this, again, I think is part of being respect to rural Ireland. It was kind of growing up.
0: Yeah, of course. We yeah. were never,
1: right, you know, uh, even when I was a teenager uh, coming home from the local village, bit worse from where, I would feel nervous passing the section of the road where the ferry for was, right? Mm. You know, I would be on edge, right? And there's there's also... But uh, well, we, 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 we did that, I mean,
0: even I remember when I was young, we would talk, I remember when I was in the Cubs and we went off on our excursions. We were talking about the White Lady and, <laughs> all the and you know, the, the Hellfire Club here in, yeah, yeah, in, in Double yeah, Up the Mountains there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we talked about the White Lady and what was the other one with the comb in her hair? What was she called again? Oh, the Banshee. And, yeah. and we were kind of led to believe these were all true. The story of the, of the Hellfire Club, of course, was the devil was playing poker, wasn't it? And some fella sold his soul yeah. to the devil for playing poker.
1: It, interesting you mention about Banshee. My father, the day he died, Swear he saw a banshee
0: with the cries of the banshee allegedly I've heard and,
1: something weird, yeah well, well, a lot of people things. believe they're
0: just foxes because yeah, foxes yeah. and what people describe as the cry of the banshee sound more or yeah. less the same
1: yeah, but he to this today he died, he swore he saw the banshee, you know i'm not going to deny it right I Well, I'm saying, the down.
0: banshee is but does the banshee have one eye by the way
1: no, he said she was very beautiful,
0: well because they describe the banshee as having long hair and a, and I, I don't know what the comb is all about having a. Yeah. Like, they, they they seemingly throw the comb at you, do they, or something like that? I don't know, I don't know. But <laughs> that's you, so the story goes, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: you said about disturbing a fairy fort. I I actually witnessed uh, near where I grew up, someone turned the dozer into a fairy fort. Okay. Right. Knocked it to the ground, and the contractor left his machine there overnight, and the machine caught fire.
0: Oh, right, so there is some sort of level of bad luck. Mark, I have to go to break. It's a very interesting conversation. I'm sure a lot of people would relate to it. Uh, let me know what you think. By the way, do you know any superstitions or is there anything that you believe in? Uh, you can text or WhatsApp, the number's 087-188-0008. Anthony, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Anthony? Hello, how are you? Uh, I
2: just have, have something to tell you about, you know, superstitions. Okay, so it's a white rabbit. Yeah, uh, what happens is uh, on the 1st of every month, uh first thing you do in the morning, you don't talk to anybody. You just get out of bed, go out the back and shout white rabbit three times. So what you do is white rabbit, white rabbits, white, rabbit, rabbit, white, white rabbit. rabbit three times. Right. And it's supposed to bring you luck for the rest of the month then. Right. That's the way my mother my mother used to do it every month and and myself and Brother and sister, I think they do it as well. You know, right, we do okay. sure do it. And where did you
0: know where the origins of that are from, or what no, it's from? No, no.
2: My mother just told us. You know, she says, "Oh, just sit, it's, it's supposed to bring a good luck, You know, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I've never heard the white rabbits. Yeah, there you go. I, I, but I but said maybe, yeah, so asking myself, this might be something to do with Easter. I don't know.
2: No, no. I have nothing, nothing to do with Easter at all. You do it the whole year round. You know. Right, okay. Every month, the first the first of every month. But if you talk to anybody before you do it, it doesn't work. Well, it's, you yeah, know, it's a superstition. It's not, it, it's, it won't work if you talk to somebody. Okay, I'm, look, you I'm, say look,
0: it. I'm looking at it here, okay? Um, and somebody says it are, are, originates from the medieval times when people believed in witches. Salt was believed to make witches weak. So the pinch part uh, of saying the pinching of the salt, where's the widow with the white rabbit? Okay, I'm looking at the white rabbit, but there is a picture of a big white rabbit and it says, why do we say white rabbits on the first of the month? I'm trying to find. Okay, white rabbit, white rabbit, white rabbit was written in the notes and queries of a book from 1909 and it reads, my two daughters are in the habit of saying rabbits on the first day of each month. The word must be spoken out loud and be the first word said in the month. It brings luck for that month. Other children. Yeah, yeah. That's that. the one. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I never even heard about that one. Thanks for raising that. Thanks <laughs> well, for raising we, that.
2: We've been, been doing it for years now, Niall. <laughs> oh, I'll,
0: I'll try it out myself and see if it works. work. Uh, by the way, apparently it was common belief among the RAF bomber air crew during World War II that saying white rabbits, uh, the very first thing upon walking, uh, would protect oneself. Thanks for that, by the way. Uh, Phil, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Phil? Hi, Niall.
3: How are
0: you? Good, Phil. What do you believe in? Oh,
3: Jesus. I believe in a lot, to be honest with you. But i uh, talking there about, I heard you talking about the fairy forts there. Um, I remember years ago, you know, there was an old man. He lived out the country and we used to go and kind of look after him. And he told us, I said to him one day, what's out there in that field? Why is that big cluster of, you know, Bambarill yeah. and the whole lot, and whatever? And he turned around and he said, um, that's a fairy fort. He said, you should never enter that now, he said, unless you ask permission first. Right. So I said to him, so who do I ask permission of? there's nobody in the field? Because I, me, and I being nosy in the whole thing? So he said, you have to ask the fairies for permission to go through. <laughs> why? Well, I said to him, why is that? And he says, well, he reckoned, now this man was an elderly man. He was in his 90s. And he turned around, he says, that is a place where years ago, where, you know, if women kind of lost their babies, God bless them, or whatever, in the they would be buried. all around, that they would be buried. There oh, right, yeah, because somebody mentioned
0: them. that to me earlier on, that it could be yeah. old graveyards or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
3: an old, but only for little babies or unborn fetuses or was sort of stuff like that. Right, okay. But, um, I remember once um, uh, my father-in-law, he turned around and he went out once looking for, um, he used to make beautiful walking canes, you know. Yeah. And he went out once out and he went through a place anyway. And he got this beautiful black, whatever they call it, black thorn. And he was cutting it. And as he was cutting it anyway, he says, dear Lord, he says, I don't know. He says, this is a fairy fort. So he got out of it anyway. He said he got a bad, bad feeling. So he got out of it and he left anyway. But he was making these black thorn sticks for his sister who lived in Australia at the time. Lord of mercy in them all. So then anyway... He cut all the things, made the black thorn sticks, sent them on off out to Australia. Anyway, his sister sent him a cheque. Now, the cheque was very high. It was about 10,000, you know, at the time they came back to thank him. Right. brother, Because they wouldn't see each other often. And she thanked him for the sticks and sent him on a cheque of 10,000. Happy anyway, days. Happy days. So, Grandpa, he he turned around and he gave everybody of his children, his 12 children, of some of that 10,000, you know, they so could look at him and afford them. Yeah. Anyway, about two weeks later, he gets another letter from his sister. Dave, please don't cash that check. I meant to give you ten dollars. Oh <laughs> <It's $1>. no! <laughs> so he had to go Dave, and and reclaim all the money. money back. Oh God! But well, he, well, he didn't reclaim. But look, but, but, but,
0: but look I I've run out of time. It's a lovely story, Phil. Yeah, I don't yeah. know you were, you were going to talk about new shoes on a table. By the way,
3: yeah, new shoes on the table, my man. You'd buy new shoes as we started working and bringing in the few pounds, and you'd run in saying, "I'm afraid, look what I bought." And when I'm going out tonight, you put them on the table, and mam it started roaring. Get them off you the, the, the table. table! I know yeah, my mother would say the same thing yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: and I wonder was it alright to put them in the box and no, I don't think so I think once you just put no, new shoes on no, a table bad indeed. luck
3: Not go or open the umbrella
0: at the house yeah yeah absolutely yeah. listen Phil have a wonderful weekend thanks very much indeed Real People Real Opinions Real Talk Radio The Multi Award Winning Niall Boylan Show Classic Hits